welcome back to the Fantasy Football Hangover, the last of our mini-episodes, uh, wrapping up pre-season. We're going to focus on frontline strikers and the blades. Go on! Here we are, back again, Fancy Football Hangover, pre-season warm-ups mini-episodes. Tiny. So I'm here with Will. Hello. How are you doing? Yeah, good thanks. I didn't do intros in my episode today. I know, that's isn't terrible. it? Uh, that's ruined my last couple of days, actually. It's yeah. fine. Really tarnished them. And that's Rob, by the way. Hello. Hi, and um, that's Rich talking. Yeah, thank you very much. That's Rich coming from you. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to be looking at uh, forward lines uh, in our transfer tips. And we're going to do... The big guns. Yeah. Yeah, the big point Sexy scorers. Bit. Where's your money going? Yeah. And we're going to have a look at Sheffield United. <laughs> Deep dive into the, the blades. And... And if we're all honest, uh, we did a bit of a lucky dip to see who get which promoted team, yeah. and all of us were hoping not to You've draw this one. But they're great, the Blades. You're, are you a pig now? A pig? <laughs> are they pigs? What? Their fans are called pigs because the red and white stripes on their shirt looks like streaky bacon, apparently. <laughs> uh, who, who came up with that? Wednesday fans? Probably, yeah, probably I mean, the old, the old uh, owls. God, pigs. I owls hope pigs. because they've all got little curly tails in their jeans. <laughs> Occasionally slip out when they're celebrating goals, yeah. <laughs> and they smell delicious when you cook them. <laughs> pigs, 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 yeah. pigs. Um, so on that, on that on that note, uh, we should probably get into our, our forward line. Let's go six and sixty. Yeah. Okay, Will. So kick us off. Right, I've gone for Jamie Vardy, 9 million. Brendan Rodgers is finally building a team around Jamie Vardy, and so am I. Yeah. I'm obsessed with Leicester this summer, and Jamie Vardy is leading my front line. And then Carrie Kane broke his door, broke his August duck last season, 11 million. He's looking buff as well. <laughs> He's got Villa, Newcastle, and Palace at home in the first five matches. Tough away fixtures, but good for captain rotation. Go, Rob. Yes, uh, I have gone for a budget option, Divit. Divock Origi Ooh. won the Champions League single-handedly, of course. But no, with uh, Liverpool strikers uh, away and perhaps in doubt, it's 5.5 million Norwich, Southampton, Arsenal, Burnley. And then my second budget option is uh, Joshua King at Bournemouth. We've spoken about that fixtures, and he's 6.5 million. Nice. I've gone for Diogo Jota, who's now a forward, 6.5 million. Uh, great second half of the season, a bit cheaper than some of the others. And lastly, but not leastly, Alexandra Lacazette, 9.5 million, 166 points last season. Uh, could be the new fixture proof. <laughs> yeah. I was honestly very much expecting you to say Callum Wilson. I, I, I was tempted, but he's had a little price hike. It's and eight, eight million, isn't he? Now? I just wonder if it was one season. One season. I don't know. I hope he does well because I do love him. Mm. But um, slightly upsets me, and but also me mentioning Joshua King because King takes penalties now, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, he took them off Wilson basically. Mm. And King's proven to be fairly popular with Bournemouth's fixtures. Yeah, I mean, I just always go Wilson, but that yeah. might be a personal. Thing. Yeah, I think King was I know he's King's cheaper, uh, right? 6.5 6.5. And I've also, Harry Kane was another of mine because he's reduced. He's 11 million yeah. now and was 12. I think that's a great value. I know, I know Rich will never yeah. sign a Spurs player, but I would, uh, yeah, I would urge any listener to go for Harry Kane. 
Uh, I wouldn't. But moving on. Uh, do you know the most pick forward in FPL? Despite his price hike? Swergio Aguero? Nope. Jimenez. Jimenez. Oh, it is, yeah. Rob Clark's favourite from last yeah. season. So, yeah. 36.1% owned. I had him. Raul and Jimenez. And um, I've left him out for now. I think if he, if he was of a team. half a million or a million cheaper at 6.5 yeah. or 7, you would be more tempted. I mean, I've... Yeah, Origi is a gamble, but... Yeah. Budget, 5.5, and Firmino might be rested. Yeah, because um, Firmino's come back late, uh, Mane's come back late, and... Um, they might not Salah. risk big players against Norwich, right? Look, I, I think Origi's a good shout, actually. Yeah. Yeah. For the first week or two, for sure. Yeah, we'll What see. about... Um, what about United's? Because they're yeah. quite interesting. They're forward line. Greenwood, right? Yeah, yeah, Greenwood, which is he's next to nothing, he's isn't 4. he? 4.5 million. As a forward? Yeah. As a forward. And he's played all pre-season. He's scored. They're big wow. enough. A lot that, I, I, didn't know, I didn't know there were forwards for Portland. Yeah, I, I know, right? Has that ever happened? He's very highly owned as well. I guess a bench warmer. And you've got a guy at Arsenal for the same price, haven't you? Eddie and Ketia. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a good player. And he will be... Third choice forwards now. Welbeck's left, but, scoring as well, hasn't he? But he's just not. He's just not going to play unless there's a big no. injury to a Bangy Mang or Lacazette. I, that's a great shout on an you know Greenwood enabler. That's great. Four point five million. That will allow you to spend so much more in midfield. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Very interesting. I've got a good friend who's a hardcore Man United fan. You know, who knew about from London. Yeah, a lot of their young players. <laughs> Sorry, Bristol. With no, of course, yeah. Um, and he has tipped a lot of players, you know, before they came through, like Rashford and Lingard and stuff. But he reckons that Solskjaer is all about signing young and playing young, hungry players. Yeah. That that's, you know, why they got Wan Bissaka. That's why they mm. want Maguire. That's why he's playing these players pre season. Well, so, of course, he said that he only wants English players or British players because <laughs> yeah. only they would have the. Manchester United <laughs> winning mentality as a Norwegian yeah. yes as a Norwegian <laughs> who played alongside the likes of Peter Schmeichel yeah. <laughs> it's bizarre Dwight York it's just, come on he's, he's just talking to Harry Maguire isn't he That's yeah yeah doing. come on Harry he, yeah, he's playing yeah. a game who needs a beer I do thank you okay so, well, let's, I think let's... I'm dipping into my own bag oh shall we um... Who's, we're all in our own bag now aren't we yeah yeah, we, yeah. Which let's is your, pass your bag, this one yeah. on to you well that's me. Oh, oh sorry. Back it comes. Oh, okay. That's right. Oh, have you had one from your bag? Yeah, I've had one from your bag. I'm going to try one of these. Hands away. Great content. Great content. Who's had my bag? Oh, it's the wife. Oh, look what I've got. Hazy days. Oh, boring. I've got exactly what I didn't want, which is the 7.2% ruthless India Pale Ale. From ah. my Christmas selection of beers. <laughs> we are this, now in, this from your we are now in August, 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 and I have a Christmas beer. So for listeners, Will had a, uh, was it a Brewdog advent calendar? Yeah, and it was December. a wonderful gift, but there were about eight beers in there that were all over 7%. And in fact, I still have about four of them in my fridge that are over 13%. Wow. And I don't even. Did, yeah, I mean, yeah. Can you check the date. What's the right occasion no, to no, drink no, that? I've got a large fashionable ring pool. Can you get a difference? Ooh, oh, ooh. Like this a, actually goes out explosive. of date. This actually goes out of date in a few weeks. So I better have it quick. Right. Shame down a bottle opener, really. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, mm. can't have it then. How's the honey days one? The honey days. That's very nice. Yeah, hazy days. Sorry. Oh yeah. Session IPA by the London Beer Factory. I believe it is four point six percent. And there's a man playing a saxophone on the side. 
Oh, hazy Can't. orange background. That's good. I I wasn't a fan of the big uh, ring pull previously, but you get more of the the aroma. Right. I, I can't, and it looks I can't get cooler. Around. It looks fashionable. It's very yeah. fashion beer, it's isn't it? I, see, I'm a man who, when I drink my coffee, I don't drink it through the little tea tea. Um, oh, you take the lid off? Yeah, yeah I, I like the, the, the fragrance. Well, I also Unless think it cools it quicker. Yeah. So, yeah. You know that's meant to replicate us feeding from mother's teat. Apparently that's one reason why it is designed in that way. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, don't I, know, I can't comment on what your mother's teat was like, but mine was not like coffee. that. I just thought it was to keep the liquid in, but... Yeah. Also, yeah. which is how a teat is designed. <laughs> so, we should talk about Sheffield United, everyone. We should really move into the blades. Uh, okay, so we talk about breasts. <laughs> or breasts. <laughs> Okay, so we're talking about Sheffield United. So Sheffield United back in the Premier League for the first time since 2007. Wow. It's a fair old length of time. And so that... Since the court case with West Ham. That was it, yeah. Since the double relegation. What was the court case with West Ham? Tevez, Tevez basically ruined Sheffield United. He destroyed, oh, yeah. Neil Warnock resigned, didn't he? Remember, it's all it's all Carlos Tevez's fault. Yeah. Yeah. Because of points. Because, because they signed... That basically, he, West Ham signed Tevez and Mascherano from... A, a not a club but an agent and it was yeah. a dodgy deal that basically got Sheffield United relegated if you believe that well he scored the goals didn't he yes he scored the goal yeah that put them down against yeah I mean they, at the end United, of the day there were no there was no actual cheating involved no, no. like it's a very controversial yeah, topic yeah. to discuss. But yeah. I hate Neil Warnock, so I will always support he anything other than Neil Warnock. He was very, very upset by this. Yes. Wasn't he? So his last day of the season, 2006-07, uh, West Ham beat United 1-0 to stay up, sending Sheffield United down, and Carlos Tevez scored the winner. Right. Mm. Drama. Drama. And he was not legally signed, allegedly. Yeah. He was on like some kind of loan deal. It's all very It was yeah, it was pretty shady, Corinthians or someone. It was all it was it was dodgy, but it wasn't against any rules. Yeah, and, and it, it was it wasn't that one game that yeah, relegated them. I exactly. Mean, it was over the whole on. season. Deal come with on. it, Warnock. Don't be such a bloody old woman face. Absolutely. But talking to managers, yeah. uh the current man in charge, Mr Chris Wilder. Gene Wilder. Uh he is uh he's an interesting character because he is a lifelong fan. Who also played for the Blades born in, and is now born in Sheffield. Boss. Sheffield lad, is he? Short he is. Bridge, I think. Your classic straight-talking, hard-working Yorkshireman. Apparently, uh, his career not particularly glamorous to this point. Spells as Berry assistant and at Oxford. Then he managed yeah, Northampton. Worked, worked his way up, hasn't he? Halifax. Yeah, yeah. and then age forty-six, he went to Northampton. Took them two promotions, uh, Conference to League One, and then joined Sheffield United. Um, so he's a fan player uh, well a fan manager so the fans obviously love him because he's a local boy he's one of our own he's one of our own his big thing is um, pigs love him pigs <laughs> pigs love him pigs uh, wilder they call him um, they, they roll around in his shit on a regular basis <laughs> <laughs> that's how much they love him Oh, that, 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 that's an image to I feel like we're going to really alienate the Sheffield United yeah, fan base we should be clear we, we, we do, do like the Blades I went we, to university in Sheffield I do have a soft spot for both Sheffield United and Wednesday I wouldn't be able to pick to between them yeah, that's not going to endear you to Blades fans yeah 
Who do we but know who Jarvis Cocker supports? Wednesday. Is he yes. Wednesday? He's, He's a Wednesday, Wednesday fan. Man. I don't know about the Arctic Monkeys. I assume they're Wednesday as well. Uh, I wouldn't like to say, but they reference Rotherham in music <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So maybe it could Indeed. be... I actually don't know if Alexander is... Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, so they're big fans. I, I'm not, and I'm not sure who Richard. I think Richard Ashcroft might be a United fan. Ooh, about, sure. what about Hawley? Oh, I meant Hawley. Sorry, oh. I meant Hawley, not Ashcroft. Right. I, I don't care who Ashcroft supports. No idea. Yeah. Wigan. Wigan. Let's go with that. Wigan probably. Stockport. Um, so uh, wildest thing is more uh, getting the best out of players rather he's than signing. He's very much a man manager. I've heard. Yeah, he's about like get the players in and get them to give more. The classic example being Billy Sharp, yes. Sheffield United talisman and legend. Thrice, in thrice player. He's played for them on three, three separate occasions. Currently the most owned FPL player in their squad. Oh, is he? That's going to say out of any FPL player. <laughs> I know, like, right? Six million, one point nine percent forward, guaranteed to start, right? And. Do, and do not score. Know, do we know what he did last season? Did Twenty-three he goals. Oh, really? Uh, he is. Um, he did well. He is a very talented Championship player. Yeah, and that's the thing. He's never he's never played in the Premier League, I don't think. Ooh. Oh, maybe he's had. I think a he brief has had appearance. spells in the Premier League, but captain. Not. Yeah, captain as well. Oh, maybe captain armband. Oh, really? Gap, gap, in the, gap in the research there. <laughs> no, no, he's, he's captain's <laughs> he's armbands captain. on the FPL image. So there we go. There you go. That does. works. Um, but the best thing about Billy Sharp was his interactions with Mick Foley last season, mm. which we talked about. Podcast before, mm. um, but for those that didn't listen to this episode, why not? Yeah, fools. Um, <laughs> you can go back and listen to it. We don't know what number it is, but it exists. Billy Sharp had a couple. It's a couple of goals, wasn't it? Uh, where he celebrated using the Mister Socko celebration, where yes. he pulled a sock oh, from yeah. his drawers and That's... put it put it on his hands and put it into the mouth of a teammate. Possibly it was the episode where we talked about best and worst of celebrations. That was quite. It early might on, have been. I believe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it might have been. Um, but then Mick Foley somehow picks up on this via social and got in touch with the club and it culminated with Mick Foley flying over for a visit to Bramall Lane to see them play Brentford uh, the disappointing thing was that Billy Sharp was on the bench I know classic. <laughs> so, ah. so he flew over uh, apparently he was invited to the Sharp's house Mrs Sharp made a lovely English breakfast uh, and then he got, got to the game didn't play he did come off the bench and play and um, Sheffield United won 2-0 despite a sending off but Mick Foley is now a blade. Question is, would Billy Sharp's finishing move be the sharpshooter? Oh, yes. Classic move. <laughs> would be, right? Brett the Hitman, Billy Hart. Yeah. So, nice. um, so in terms of signings yeah. for um, yeah. Sheffield United... They got the Jag back, didn't they? They got Jaggy Elka back. They also 43 brought... years since he last played for them. <laughs> and counting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they also brought in Ravel Morrison. Yes. yes. So, so The Chris, return, return of the Yeah, Mac. we talked about him on previous episodes as well, but he's only 26. What? So, despite his checkered career, like you've, it could be a gamble to pay off. I suspect it won't, if I'm honest. Yeah. But he's got this track record of um, getting the best out of players. So Where's he been? He's been all over the shop. So, he, he's just signed from... Uh, Ostersunds in Sweden. Okay. Before that, he was at Lazio. Yeah, he had, a, he had like a few months out as well. I remember reading about this when he yeah, signed. Yeah, and I don't think he played... He's only on like a year-long deal or something at United. Yeah, he was on trial to start with, and I don't think he played regularly for Ostersunds. I don't think right. he made their starting eleven, which is not a great sign. Right. Um, and there was something from... Who managed him at West Ham? Was it 
Sam Allardyce saying that he would just not turn up for training yeah. for weeks on end. Well, he had, he, if you remember that season at West Ham, he had like three months where he was amazing and everyone was like, oh, he's going to be, you know, playing for England. He's yeah. going to be signing for you, back for and United. He was, he was at United, wasn't he? He was, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Allardyce was just like, no, he yeah, was going out alone to Blackburn or wherever yeah, yeah, he went. This, this is done. And it was yeah, just over. I, we talked about him on the podcast a lot of times. I think we talked about him in the Unfulfilled Talent yeah, section. and he's he's not one to earmark for FPL. No, but well, you know, you know this this guy I'm going to talk about next, Mr. David McGoldrick. Yeah, Forest Forest rejects very yeah. much like we we got rid of him, I think, and he went to to League One. He with United, uh, yeah, he, and he was released uh, by Ipswich. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's summer. right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then picked up, uh, and he went on. He was the club's player of the season last year. Yeah. Um, I'm pleased for him. I, re- I really liked him at Forest, but he, uh, yeah, it was. I think when we were in League One, maybe I can't remember the details, but he was just a, one of our many, many strikers. We've had Billy Sharp as well. Ah, uh, yeah. He's played everywhere. And 15 goals, 44 games, yeah. player of the season. I, I don't know if he's worth it. No, he's not. He's absolutely um, and the only other one I picked out was uh, Oliver Norwood, who's a Northern Ireland international midfielder. Again, he couldn't get regular game time at Brighton and Fulham and ended up being sold. Um, actually, both, when both clubs went up, he was sold uh, the season before they went up, so he never got a chance right. to play in the Premier League. So this is his first thing. He was, um, yeah, he was excellent for them last season. Lots of assists. Uh, both him and Billy Sharp were named in the PFA Championship Team of the Season. So he could be one to look at. Um, Their fixtures are really odd as in the first three games if they start well they might get something Bournemouth away Palace at home Leicester at home so you know not the most solid defences out of all of those three Mm -hmm. but then they go Chelsea Southampton Everton Liverpool Watford Arsenal and everything's a bit like that it's like one okay game and a couple of tough games so they they're going to have to start really well, or they could it could be a bit of a Huddersfield, couldn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think they can probably take great heart from what Cardiff did in that yeah. kind of like team coming together mentality. And actually, they've just um, last season they had Dean Henderson in goal on loan from United. He's just re-signed on loan. Just as well re-signed. Last week. Yeah, yeah twenty-one clean sheets. Um, and I know I think United see him as the next number one right. uh, after De Gea and a future England international. So. He could be one that's worth looking at. I don't know yeah. if he has an FPL price yet. Right. But you fancy he gets some decent save points. We should mention we're recording this on the 26th of July, so there may have been transfers that we've missed yeah. that yes. have happened. Yeah, I mean, literally just, just today, Dean Henderson and Ben Osborne have signed from Forest as well, which I, I feel, yeah, indi- how, how I feel, I feel indifferent on? about in terms of, as a Forest fan, Ben Osborne has been a very regular starter since... Like 2013, I think he's played sort of 230, 250,000, 250,000, 230 to 250 <laughs> games, something like that. And uh, 250,000. Yes, been a, you know, a good player, and Counting. certainly in January and end of last season, there were lots of teams sniffing around. Um, it's it always baffles me when a player goes from a Championship side to a relegation fodder yeah. Premier League side, but maybe Money. it's a it, it's. It's a good move for him, I'm sure. He's um, going to be getting getting spotlight on him now. I so. have a fact and a question for you. Mm. All right. Sheffield United. Uh, they scored the first ever Premier League goal. Is that right? Do any uh, If you can get any of these, you get £100 of love from me. Uh, player, team it was against, and the year. Uh, the Prem Prem. 
the year first ever Premier League goal. So that's so ninety two. The player yes. was ninety two. Dean Ruddy, correct on both yes. counts. Nineteen ninety two. Brian Dean. Brian Dean. Yeah. August the fifteenth. Can you name the team? They went on to win two one in what might have, was considered a bit of a shock defeat. The team was Leeds. No. Blackburn. No. Man United. Uh, I'll tell you what, two out of three, that's better than I was. Brian Dean, yeah, that's good. That's very good. Brian Dean. And another fact, which is brilliant, that they played the first ever game under floodlights in 1878. Wow. Wow. Gas floodlights, I'm guessing. (laughs) Yeah, lots, yeah. Pedal powered, maybe. Lots of. Lots of fans lighting matches. In the yeah, they're, they're very, very early football sides, Sheffield United. Yeah. Obviously, Sheffield had the oldest football side, don't they? That's sort of is one of the home of homes of football. Is, uh, yeah, I they think they were one of the Sheffield Town or whatever they're yeah. called, I think, something like that. But um, yeah, United, I, I was looking and they had their first two managers were actually the sort of club secretaries because they were formed from a cricket club. And then it was the team was selected by committee. Nice, but I think their second secretary managed something like a thousand and five hundred games or something over a <laughs> thirty-year period, which just does not happen yeah, now. It and could never happen yeah, now. It's, it's madness. So, will you have any Sheffield United players in your team? No, no. Uh, I mean, their players are all really cheap. Yeah, um, they signed a guy called Luke Freeman from QPR, who was yeah. actually a former Arsenal youth player, and he's he's then sacking midfielder like lots of. Uh, goals and assists for QPR last season who's 5.5 they oh, might just... be one of those teams that do alright at home yeah that, that get the odd clean sheet that, that are tough to play and you know 11 men behind the ball and all that and they, they might do that. That, that that's the only way I can see them having players that you might want to sign for 4 million or 4.5 in yeah. defence but... I, I can at least see them doing a Huddersfield first Huddersfield season of just kind of pulling together a few decent results surprising a few people yeah I'm not. I mean, I'm certainly not going to have any in my starting you lineup. Don't think be mm-hmm. Wolves. No. Who do you think will be Wolves out of the three promoted teams? Who do you think could be up in the top ten? I don't think any of them will be. Don't you? I think Villa has signed too many players. I don't think Norwich. Yeah, Villa's dangerous. Yeah. You know, it's. It, we've obviously seen Fulham. What's happened there? I think Villa. I, I would put Villa if Villa they're going to the, be the Wolves. If any. Yeah. I think Norwich might. Do you think so? Just. I'm not. I'd love to see out, out of all well. three of them. One, their manager, and yeah, I don't know. I just think I think half of the Wolves' success is the manager and the players they can attract. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe he might be one of those that in January he might get a couple more additions or before deadlines out. Because obviously we're recording this sort of what, how far out are we? Two weeks, yeah, ten days yeah, from deadlines. Weeks. So you, you never know who they might sign. But I'm not, I wouldn't put money on it. But out of the three, I'm going to stick my. My hat in the ring for Norwich. Yeah, it's a very enough. nice hat as well. Thank you. On on Blazer, they've actually only got three strikers listed on FPL: um, Sharp, McGoldrick, and and Lise Mousset, who they signed from Bournemouth. Okay, which is Mousset. a really weird signing because <laughs> he re- he didn't set the world alight there. In fact, he barely plays. I've never heard of him. Well, there you go. That, that says all you need to know about him. Yeah, I, I mean, he, he did play a few games last season. I think they signed him a couple of years ago, at like twenty one or something. He's now twenty three. And he was considered Past a bit it. of a prospect, but... Past it, Doomed. Yeah, I mean, Billy Sharp you could get in as an enabler. Yeah. You know he'll play every game and he, he, will, will, he will score some goals. He'll be on penalties. Yeah. Six million striker. So, Billy Sharp, Pookie, 
who are you going to say is who would you go for out of the six million? Like these are the most popular. The okay. Most, yeah. The six million strikers. So we've got. Yeah, Calvert Lewin, Murray at Brighton, Ings at Southampton, Pookie or Billy Sharp, all six million. Murray or Ings for me. Yeah, Ings for me. I think Ings might do Pro- right, might proven be. proven track record. Yeah. They paid about well, they paid twenty million, thirty million. It's yeah. a lot of money, yeah. Yeah. So, but he, yeah, you know, he's got a track record of scoring goals like what, what about says. Gray at Watford. He ended the season quite well, didn't he? I just don't know how often yeah. he'll play though. Yeah. yeah. I I I think. Southampton are going to be interesting because how well Hassan will do yeah. is, uh, and you know, whether that will continue. You know, he, he had an all right run, didn't he? Austin, Austin's back from him. Yeah. So if he can stay fit, he's six million at Southampton. Yeah. Takes pens. I interesting. I need to pick a team support this season. Oh, yeah. I, as a Forest fan, I don't think it's going to happen for a while that we're going to be in the Premier League. Yeah. So I think it's high time that I have a Premier League side to support so so how are we going to decide well, this well I, I, maybe we pick how many on the Twitter poll I think you can have like five teams or something so maybe we pick like five teams do you have a couple you have a soft yeah have you got a bit of an affinity did you narrow it down to five no I don't want to no okay fair enough force me to support a side okay. I'd rather that well why don't we choose the five mm. yeah and they'll be the most horrific put it out on, you can imagine yeah put it out on just Chelsea five times decide. basically Sheffield United uh, yeah okay well, well yeah. let's let's do that we'll choose five we'll yeah. put it on Twitter poll and we'll let the listeners decide and then I have to support them for the season wear so. their kit every day yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'll, and I will I'll follow through I'll, I'll maybe even go and see them if you're a pig you're a pig though. yeah yeah. fine uh, it's definitely <laughs> based on the poll we did earlier today it's definitely going to be Sheffield United isn't it yeah so uh, we'll put that up for the end of the show uh, any other comments on Sheffield United anyone no. No, thank you. Good luck to them. Chris Wilder. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, how do we feel yeah, about the beers? Yeah, Was yeah. there a favourite? I actually really like the 7.2% Jack Oh, wow. That's a bold beer of the week. Vegan. That's a, that's a brave thing to, to make good, if you know what I mean. Mm. And not be like, oh, God, that's horrible. It's 7.2. What yeah. did you have? Did you have to get up and boogie? Oh, yeah. I had the Salty Kiss Gooseberry Goza. Um, what do you think? It's nice. Uh, what percentage it, is it? I don't think it's too much. I shall have a quick look. Uh, 4.1. Okay. So, yeah, perfectly reasonable. It's quite refreshing. It's actually, it is actually quite nice. It's quite a mild sour right. as well. You know, you get some that really leave your mouth almost dry. Yeah, the hazy days quite... is good. It's solid. But I, I think Jackhammer should win. All right. We rarely choose a strong beer. Yeah, we're that's not, it. The winner then. is Brewdog Jackhammer. Brilliant. And then just before we go, for the next episode, I want, I'm want i going to... Reveal a little, uh, a little uh, three, three things, <laughs> and you have to choose which one is a truth. So there's going to be okay. two lies and one truth out of this. Right. So here we are. Peter and Love has never been in love. <laughs> Marlon Harewood only eats white food. And okay. did you know that Steve Bruce's middle name is Bruce? Oh wow! <laughs> so what, one of them one's true. A lie. Yeah, one of them's a lie. No, one of them's true. One, one of them's true. true. Okay. And we have to guess I that. think Peter and Love has been in love. Okay. So I'm discounting that. Yeah. Uh, I think the truth is Marlon Harewood. He only eats white food. Yeah. Okay. Steve Bruce Bruce. <laughs> I want it to be that, by the way. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, okay, well, we're revealing the next episode. Yeah, I so, think Marlon. Yeah, there we go. Marlon. 
Stay tuned, listeners. Uh, that will be revealed in the first full episode. Yeah, of the we have proper episode. What, what white food are you imagining? I'm just imagining cauliflower, bread, bread. Yeah, just fish. white bread. Tesco fish, economy. Rice, pasta. I mean, I guess pasta would be white food. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, go over there. Or is this some kind of um, tofu, like maybe. racist sugar thing? Mice. Sugar mice. Yeah. Probably not. Is he suggesting sugar. that people, like white Milk. people, only eat a certain type of food? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe white stretches to beige. Yeah. 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 Chips. Chicken. I mean, on Chicken. that yeah. fascinating note, stay tuned to find out <laughs> if Marlon Harewood eats any multicolored foods. Thanks for listening, everyone. Get in touch on FF Hangover on Twitter. And on Fantasy Football Hangover on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Podcast so he doesn't get cross.